0: Um, there are plenty of people, and we see this when you read the magazines, right? There are people that reach the pinnacle of success and wealth and status only to arrive at the top of the mountain and be more miserable and depressed than ever. They, they reach the destination, but it was the wrong destination, So the question becomes, if we need vision, and that's important, but the right vision is even more critical, where do we find vision for the right vision for our life? We find the right vision for each of our lives in Jesus. Um, Jesus' teaching and his actions, his behavior, give us the vision that we need for life. In the passage I just read to you, Jesus, he's approached by one of the religious leaders of the Jewish people, and it's a lawyer. And so this guy, he would have been an expert in Jewish law. He would have known all 613 laws found in the Old Testament. He would have been able to think through these laws and apply them better than anybody else. And if you read earlier in the passage that I read to you, these religious leaders are trying to get Jesus to say something that they can then go after him for. And so what a great way to try and do that. Hey, I'm going to ask Jesus, what is the most important law, right, in the Old Testament? what's What's the most important one? And you would think, they're probably thinking, this lawyer is like, I know the law so well. There's 613 of them. Surely he's going to say something he shouldn't, and I can, we, can, we can do something to him, right? And so you ask him the question, and Jesus' answer is so astoundingly brilliant. In an instant, Jesus was able, he knew all those 613 laws, and he was able in a very instant to tell This lawyer, what they were all about. And that's when he said, hey, all the law, all the prophets, I'm going to sum up the whole Old Testament for you. It is this, love God with everything you got above everything else and love your neighbor with the same intensity by which you love yourself. That's the right vision for life. Jesus gives us that right vision. Now, he he didn't just talk the talk, did he? Jesus walked the walk. So not only did he teach this, if you look at Jesus' life in the gospel accounts, he lived this out daily. He was always loving God with everything he had perfectly. God the Father was his supreme treasure. And then he was always fighting for the highest good of other people in everything he said and everything that he did. And so if we want to get a real good vision, be thou my vision, if we want to get a real good vision for what the right vision is for our lives, we look no further than the teaching and the actions of Jesus. The fourth thing I want to tell you this morning is that this year at Abundant Life, everything we do this year is going to be geared to helping you love God, God supremely and love other people in the same way that you love yourself. Everything we do, our life groups are going to be focused on this. All my sermons are going to be focused on this because that's everybody's call, but how each of you specifically live that vision out, we're going to have to help you discern that from God, and we're going to be doing that through the sermon series we do this year that focus on what it means to love God and love other people in the same way we love ourselves in our marriage, in our work, right? In our relationships. We're going to be talking about all those things. Our life group's going to be focused on this. Our (laughs) uprising youth group is going to be focused on this. Everything else we do on Sunday mornings, even outside of the sermons, is going to be focused on this. City Serve is going to be focused focused on this, everything we do. And that's why we've given the theme this year. uh, We've given the title, On Purpose, Pressing Into What Matters Most. That's our theme, which is loving God and loving others as you love yourself. Uh, One thing we talk about a lot here is that our children are not just the future of our church because they are, but they are our church now aren't they? They're just as important as they are now, as they will be in the future. And I want to tell you something that I'm extremely excited about, because we want to see our young people grow to love people and to love God supremely, because that's what discipleship is. Uh, We have decided, the board of directors has decided to bring Blaine on and move him from part-time to full-time. And so we're really pumped up about that. The youth group continues to grow. Blaine has done a a great job. He has equipped 12, 25 year olds, roughly, that are part of his leadership team. And these are high character high-skilled individuals that I'm so happy our young people get to be around. Can you imagine being in middle school and high school and being around, you know, people in their, uh, that are young and in their 20s that love Jesus and love you? What that would do for you? Many of you didn't have that, right? Some of you did, and it made a huge difference. And so we're excited to bring him on. We feel like, uh, With Blaine working full-time, it's going to give him the bandwidth to even do a better job of discipling the growing number of kids that we have in our uprising youth group. I also want to tell you that we need you. If we're going to be a church this year that really lives out this theme, we need every single person here. We need all hands on deck. There are two ways that we need you. The first way is we need more money just going to be tell you that if we're going to be able to sustain blame being full time we need more money we need more income and so if you are not a regular giver i encourage you to prayerfully consider becoming a regular giver to the abundant life ministry as we seek to equip everyone to love god supremely and to love their neighbor as they love themselves um Also, if we want to grow in our quality of disciples we're making and the quantity of the disciples we're making, we need more money. So if you're a regular giver, thank you so much for being a regular giver. I would like you to prayerfully consider, can you increase the amount you're regularly giving? So the first thing we need is money. The second thing we need is volunteers. Just about every team we have at the church needs more volunteers. Our food service team, our office team, our city serve team has grown, but we could still use more people serving, right? Our Sunday morning team, our hospitality team, they all need more volunteers. Our rooted children's ministry needs more volunteers. There are other teams that we would like to start, such as a parking team. We need more volunteers. And so I encourage you to prayerfully consider, too, how can you volunteer your time this year so that this church becomes awesome at making disciples that love God and love others? I can't wait for what's going to happen this year. I think there is momentum in this church. I think God is doing something great. And uh, I, I am happy that we get to journey together uh, on this endeavor. And you have been placed here for such a, a time as this. And so um, we look forward to partnering with you. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, thank you. God the Father, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you that we are here together as one family. Lord Jesus, we are so grateful that you fought for our highest good. So much so that you are willing to put your life on the line. You are willing to be killed so that we could be rescued, so that our highest good could be met. Thank you that you loved the Father supremely. And so when you were in the garden and you were looking at what you were about to do on the cross, you said, not my will, but your will be done, Father. You are the vision. Holy Spirit, we understand that without your empowerment, we are not going to be um, Christ imitators. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would move upon us, you convict us, that you would transform us from the inside out um, so that we are all committed and moving as one to see your kingdom expand, to see this city changed. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen.